0: Star Wars, <laughs> nothing but Star Wars, give me those Star Wars, don't
1: let them end. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast Star Wars Edition for now, for <laughs> now I say, and with all of that I am here with my man Matt, what up Matt? What up Jim? What up and we're continuing the Dark droid story. And uh, two things are constant right now. We don't really love this dark droid story, and I will continue fighting with people on Twitter. Those are the two constants that we have going on right now. Me and you have been sitting here raring to record while I fought with somebody on Twitter, but here we are, not even about Star Wars. Nobody's (laughs) really reading these. I actually, one of the big talks before this, me and you were talking about the idea that I don't see anybody talking about this dark droid story. And even with the Dark Droids, because we're going to do Star Wars and the Dark Droids issue that came out this week. And the Dark Droids issue, Dark Droids number two, it got one critical review on the comic book roundup. And nobody has That's crazy. even jumped in for a user review. And I said, I don't go by a lot of the scores when you end up seeing them because there's a lot of sus things both ways. Some people just hate on it just because it's Star Wars. Some people love it because, you know, all that stuff going on. But the number of reviews is usually pretty telling. And only having one review for the main event book and no user reviews, that, that's that's kind of scary. But yeah, here we are. We get to talk a little Star Wars, which we do love, right? Everybody has to keep that in mind. But we're going to mm-hmm. start with Star Wars number 38. <laughs> the funny thing is that the cover, it, it legit has a cover that, you know, it's pretty much indicative of what comes in the issue, kind of. It's not that great a cover. It's a weird cover. It looks I don't just know. Like I didn't see scene, I didn't right? see these
2: two fighting this robot at no, all. No, they were yelling.
1: You could say that that's of the box. <laughs> that, that's but at least you have the characters that are kind of there. And they're trying to get into you know Jabba's palace. But the idea just looks like a weird random scene. Not really a cover. It's not a good cover thing. at all. It's if they not. wanted to do something, maybe Lando and the disco wig, right? And, and pimp, uh, you know, Lando and I mean Lobot in the disco wig. So you end up going into this issue. We have a heck of a crawl too, but it is Star Wars number thirty eight written by Charles Soule, art by Medebek Masabakov. Masabakov. And I, yep. I realize we have dealt with them before. I always <laughs> end up like, I'm well, this is guy. This guy just show up. No, he is here. The art's really good. The art in both of these books that we're going to talk about is really good. It's just that the story of a droid insurrection, a kind of AI sweeping through the galaxy. Most people, even what I've seen are big Star Wars and Star Wars comic fans. It just is a weird play. And most people are saying what me and you have said. I actually felt like, man, me and Matt are right on. We're not dummies. Why not wait for this till after the return of the Jedi? When the Empire is down, Everybody is there and you know things are going wacky you're trying to rebuild things this dark droid story might have played out better as they're starting to try to build the new republic and trying to build you know from the ashes of the empire maybe it would have played out better that way and you would have had more time and you wouldn't have to have you know kind of fudged it into places. but mm-hmm. the idea this is like a galaxy wide scourge. That never ever comes up any other time. And that's weird. And I know that you could say, well, how could it? Because the things but that's what you're playing with. That's the danger of having books between two movies in a, you know, an expanded universe that's expanding as it goes, but still it seems too big. It seems kinda kinda ridiculous. Now, this Star Wars book, it's a little bit of fun. it, it is a little bit of fun, but it's Rachel Rosenberg Colors Thes, Click and Close and Letters. Here is the Crawl, trees Treason, Lando and the rebels aboard Home One were awakened by the ship's defenses being activated as though they were gearing up for battle. Lando soon learned the culprit was an unwell lobot whose neural implants are failing, causing not only interference with the rebel ship's weapon systems, but also lethal damage to Lobot if Lando does not do something fast. Just before we continue, I just want to mention again, I said it when we had the last issue. The idea of having a dark droid story where the droids are taking over and then tried to finagle in this deal where separately, Lobot has got it. It felt like mm-hmm. a misplay. It felt like maybe there was a story that you know, Turtlesu you, wanted to talk about or do at one point. Now with this dark droids, he's going to put it in because it just seems too much dark droids. And then you're just saying, no, 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 this one was Lobot because of this, and it just is. I just think weird.
2: he just was really trying to figure out a reason to get Lando to go to Jabba's palace. To, uh, that's, that,
1: that's the deal. And and like I said, I think that maybe. That was always the play. We had Talkie, who's the big thing here. That was set up a while ago, maybe before they had an idea about this Dark Droid story. Mm -hmm. So when you get to this point, you still have to, oh crap, I got to get, I got to get Lobot off there because that's the way to get, you know, Lando on or in Jabba's Palace. And I think it was just, it was a weird, synergy like some people probably would have been like, oh my God, and maybe we'll see. I mean, maybe it is the idea, but they're really playing it's not, that when Lobot does get fixed, oh my God, he's taken over. But again, uh, we'll talk we'll talk about crazy things because Lobot seems like he might be the missing link that the Scourge might want. But Lando mm-hmm. realized that the only thing that he can help his friend is the talkie droid, who helped Lobot once before, but Lando sold that droid who also stored to also store Rebellion Secrets, the job of the Hut. And so, yeah, talkie has a lot of stuff, but the thing <laughs> that they play with here is that while Jabba the Hutt probably would love to have those, uh, Jabba the Hutt would sell these secrets the minute that, but Jabba's too involved with being Jabba and he doesn't seem to really care about these droids even though it looks
2: like he has 7,000 droids. In and isn't one, is one of these just a regular translator droid? Like, why does he need a 10,000-year-old one that doesn't know the language? Yeah,
1: I, I get the idea. Like, with C-3PO, the play here is that
2: he just destroys every,
1: you know, every translation droid, every type of deal. That's why <laughs> C-3PO gets right in there, and they yeah, put him true. right up. So they just play with the idea that these others may not be, you know, translators so that he's got so many droids in this place it seems like hundreds because while you have talking and the the big play here is you you, actually if you're on the rebellion side of things you kind of want them to wipe his mind you have talking and all these droids are gathered around i mean it's like the biggest group of droids like man we're gonna have fun we're gonna wipe his mind we're gonna make him this but if that happens he's not gonna be able to fix Lobot.
2: So Lando is being selfish and not thinking about the Empire and trying to get Lobot fixed.
1: When he just ended up at also just, you know, while he was selling talkie and the idea of, hey, I'm going to say, I think that what happens now is that also, like you said, you have, to get Lo- you have to get Lando to Jabba's palace, but you also have that little play of, well, Lando's real big deceitful thing was talky we gotta we gotta kind of wrap this up yeah of get yeah. it so that it's not just there and boy lando's a real prick right so he's gonna go but he's also trying to help lobot but in the meantime he'll be able to get that talky go i'm expecting talky to sacrifice himself at one point point, or just get blown to bits because <laughs> he's not around or he will just you know disappear kind of like kira but you end up where all this going down they have these robots. And while they're, it's it's kind of a little bit of a confusing scene where you end up having you're going to get robot lobotomy. Look at that freaking scalpel or axe. I know. That, that thing is crazy. I, I would think you just like, when I go to <laughs> wipe my drive from my computer, because who knows why we don't want to get into that. I don't come out with that. I end up hitting a couple buttons. Yeah. You know, hey, I wipe it out. Go back to the, you know, how it was. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they think they're doing. But They're going to start to do that. But behind this droid, there is a trillion droids. And we see their eyes. Yeah, they're infected with the blue, purple eyes. And then it is just I I hate to see robot on robot crime. But here it is. They are now strangling each other. They're going after (laughs) each other. And then you end up having this big army of Jabba's robots that the Scourge has taken over. Now they want talky because, boy, you're something big. You're going to be great. We're going to assimilate you. You'll be part of it. And he ends up just, I don't know, they have just a big vat of, you know, molten metal. Yeah, just turns it on them and they just melt. He pours it on them and they melt. And it is horrific. A lot of people were going on and on about how this and the dark droids is like, it's one of the best horror comics I ever read. Most of the time, I I have to admit, especially I'm kind of giggling at some of the things that might be. You There's know, some body
2: horror stuff that I wanted to talk about in the other issue. But other than that, it's it's kind in of this, like, funny. Though,
1: it's funny because then Chalky runs out. <laughs> and I like Chalky. He's quick. But he also loves to tell people that he doesn't have certain feelings. But if he did, he knows what they would be like. Man, I was scared, even though I'm a robot. But I know what that's <laughs> like. and I was really scared. Oh, my God. These droids, they're taking over. They're going to end up killing us all. And then points to this. I love this part. I do like this part. Which Again, we have (laughs) talked about the idea that if there is me and you have actually, you know, maybe we set up the dark droid story because we called for a robot insurrection two years ago when we (laughs) said that you have some really intelligent robots that are only there to serve you wine and grapes. We got really mad. Yep. You get another one This poor serving right droid's there And Gamarin Guard just Boom They don't even ask questions
2: over. He just chops the crap out of them Without even knowing I, I mean look at that All that food going
1: Pretty cool It looks, looks like a nice little meal You've got your vegetables It looks like some Also some oranges Yeah so you end up Where then you see these droids And they're all And it's supposed to be Playing off horror Where they're like All talking one word, one thing for a sentence, that stuff. Are those the ones that were hit by the molten
2: lava? What are these guys? Yeah,
1: I think that they. some of them are, because look, the one's head's coming off. The one is the (laughs) melded one, so they're just coming out crawling. (laughs) They're a wreck. (laughs) Yeah, they are a wreck. Oh, look at them. The power droid, though, seems pretty good. Down on the bottom, he's Uh scooting along. Never knew how those could really walk, because the feet don't lift that much. You know what I mean? Like, they, they would just fall over. But yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden now the guards are going at it, and you do have talking. My my gratitude knows no bounds. See, again, I did giggle at some of these things, and I do like talkie Suddenly, before mm-hmm. he didn't, he didn't have as good a personality.
2: He's got jokes. That's pretty funny. Now
1: I know that it's a matter of perspective with the guards and things like that, but I also thought that he was a lot bigger. Like he he seemed before like a lot blockier and bigger, but now I kind of like him. He's just well, those
2: Gamorian guards are actually they're not. That big. They're usually just like kind of small when they. And that's what uh, I'm saying. And
1: even he, like, it, like his legs, everything in my mind when we first saw him. I didn't go back and look, but it felt I like either. it was like that idea of this one's so old that it's just like this blocky thing. Yeah, he looks that different to me. And, You're right, but I don't mind. I like when he just runs away. <laughs> <laughs> He's. On. I hope he plays that music as he goes. All of a sudden, the Benny Hill thing starts yeah. going. He's running away. So then we go and we get to the the gist of the matter is. Lando bringing Lobot and they have to get Talky so you have pretty Much non-talking almost Catatonic Lobot which at One point remember we're promised That a real talkative Lobot might come from this which means you Don't want either but you end Up where Han and Chewy, They didn't throw away all of Lando's pimp clothes that he had <laughs> from Before and and the Funny thing is a lot of times I would say Really but uh, No I actually can go with this. I actually think that Chewbacca and Han had dress-up night of points and ended up wearing did. them themselves. But yeah, awesome you have Lando. Yep. Classic deal. Yeah, I mean, when you're out in space, it gets boring. <laughs> you have a fashion show. <laughs> hey, look at you. Chewbacca can't fit into anything. You end up where Lando gets the classic look. And that's classic. I had the character that had that that same deal. Yeah, that's it the was, classic with the know, Lando's classic deal. And then he's like, man. Remember back in the day when we wore this stuff there, Lobot, Lobot's like, he can't talk right now, but you know he's thinking, I don't want to think about that. Because you go back, he is straight up, he's got this crazy wig on, leather pants, this weird vest shirt, and of course there's Lando, I was kind of like this same kind of look, but this was where they had at one point, they wanted to get into a club, they ended up dressing up, they had to go talk to people in the way that they end up doing this is by looking the part and pretending that they're important. What's it look like? Like,
2: like uh, what the Sex Pistols would wear? What, yeah, what's he wearing?
1: It, it's, it's weird, maybe. It's, those it's rubber more like pants or leather? I would <laughs> say that it looks more like, you know, a, a weird combo, like an early 80s new wave band that just hasn't decided. Some if,
2: David Bowie going
1: on? Yeah, like there's a David Bowie meets, you know, Sly and the Family Stone look. It looks like actually like half of the time where you, if you see a... a parliament funkadelic <laughs> there, there they are so they're strutting their it's stuff. bad yeah it is bad you see everybody else seems dressed like pretty fancy they're dressed like they're heading to studio 54 hoping that dave navarros uh, there. Right, we'll mix it all in <laughs> so he ends up and i i don't know about you but that last bit when and and really what this all plays out is lando goes through a couple pages of listen low, lobot we're smarter than everyone else we'll end up Pulling everyone else because we're smarter than Anyone else because they're dumb and we're smart That's all it is at the end when Lobot is laughing it freaked me out It doesn't like, like Lobot looking There with a wig and laughing does not Look like yes, a Lobot, it's scary. Like. So then we go into now where again They're going to pretend they're going to end up Where you have and It's kind of cool I thought it was a weird play But yeah Lando's dressed in What he will be dressed in As one of the Jabba the Hutt Guards That you end up in Return of the Jedi when he's Undercover you end up having Lobot who at one point he Has like just a you know a cloak Over him and the big play is Oh listen this guy Ended up getting sick he's one of The cyborg dealers at You know Jabba's casinos I'm here we need the doctor No no Jabba's palace never felt like a Place where you would actually go to like The the doctors yeah you know it's, It's pretty dirty in there but you end up and when you end up having what you see the Scourge looking through and it's the classic eye that comes out, you know, you have those plays sees it and this looks like this might be the connection that it needs we'll see in the dark droids, the big plays I came for the metal, but now I want the flesh yeah, wants the to flesh. end up taking over everybody, so seeing a cyborg would be something that might be intriguing to the Scourge, so you end up where they let him in, but then this poor guy there's like this guard who's just holed up and he's like, come here. Gotta watch out. All these, all these, it's the crazy nicest guy robots. Ever. Yeah. He's like, these robots are awful. Like, oh my God. Like this guy, if he was bad, he could just let those two go, thinking that'll be another, when the robots are destroying them, I'll just get the hell out of here. But he ends up warning him, don't go anywhere. But that's where Lando says, have you seen this new droid? Maybe translator droid, whatnot. The guy does no, but he's like, I, I don't want to take, you're going to end up dying. Lando pulls a gun on him. The guy's like, whatever, just go down that hallway, turn left, you jerk, and actually hopes they're dying.
2: I, I don't blame him, man. Lando, Lando didn't listen to a word this guy said. He just cares about what he's got going on, and that's it.
1: So then they pulls go a by the... They're, they're walking down this hallway. <laughs> and it's it's almost like, you know, one of those, like, oh, my God, look, it's Boba Fett. Like, Boba Fett just walks by him, like, hey, crap's got real here. You should just leave. And he's like, okay, thanks. But you go into... Java's palace the main room And like where do you get From here to now Again I would think that what Charles is playing here is a lot of guards Died and you're going to have to hire anyone And they're not even going to check where's Java out on on his Uh, barge somewhere Java must have bailed or he Wasn't there at the time they'll say but I think that when they end up gathering Up everybody who survived or whatnot they're Just going to take whoever because Like I said about the translator droid and that'll Give the in for Rando to then kind of become a guard Without any checking up or anything Like that but you end up where these Droids are there they want them they're coming For pretty much low but Of the whole room Why would you go over the gate I mean They they go over the gate to the Rancor pit And that opens up they fall down but Talkie Was the one who had them drop In there to save them from the robots but There's the Rancor now (laughs) in My mind there's not you know a bunch of Rancor so I think that they will escape this And not kill it but you end up where I like. Where Talkie's like, "Be quiet." The Rancor will wake up, and then you go back and forth again. There's a lot of what seems to be filler dialogue. It's not bad, right? I mean, it's
2: cool to see the Rancor. Where's the Rancor's hand handler, though? We love. I know that guy. he must
1: be sleeping too. He's probably cuddled in there under that one. Hand. <laughs> that guy is a little too into the Rancor, if you ask me. <laughs> like it's, uh, you know, unfortunately for him, he's going to be crying pretty soon. But talkie but this makes sense. I mean. Lando comes down and says, listen, I want you to fix Loba, right? So yeah. Toki says, well, I know what you're saying here, but why don't we get out of here and and I'll fix him because I can't stay here. They are going to wipe my memory. They're going to, the, the robots are pretty much just going to assimilate me and kill me. I need to come with you. But that, to me, that, that shouldn't be that much of a problem. No. Like the idea, like, and even if it's Lando, like, man, I can't really have him around, but this might be a way to make things better for Lando anyway, and if not, just shoot him out in the space. You know, like an R2-D3. He, we'll he gets around next.
2: pretty good. Yeah, I know. He shoots him out. He gets around. He, he could hold his own. He could fight. He's good. Yeah, and he is against this robot.
1: He doesn't seem like he actually is like, man, Lando, I hate your guts. Now, he might be mad that he got sold the job and all that, but he does say, and he, he recognizes that Lobot. Yeah, indeed, Lobot is hurting. And he does that little play where they say, well, I'm going to do this, beep, boop, boop, and he's not going to get any worse. That gives us time. Mm-hmm. But to actually repair him, I need to get out of here. Then Lobot actually recognizes Talky, freaks out, and then the robots are coming, but you also have the Rancor, which in my mind, what you have is, Lando shoots the, you know, up in the deal. you'll have a little bit of it, and the robots are going to get destroyed by the Rancor. Oh, I think, man. You know, they're just going to run out, and they're going to get destroyed by it. But I mean, it it does have kind of cool connections to The Return of the Jedi. It's just overall, I don't know, I, I did laugh at that wig with Lobot. But overall, it's just, again, it's a story overall, this dark drugs so that doesn't seem to have much going for it. So each of these regular books that tie into it, you get something out of it, but it's really extended little stories that really don't mean too much. I mean, what we're going to do is fix Lobot, because Lobot had to get, you know, bad to lead to that. You know what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's completely like a natural progression. It just seems forced. It's okay, though. What would you give it?
2: I'd just go with a 7, standard 7 on yeah, this one.
1: I could even be more positive and go 7-5 because yeah, of the I mean, idea of Lobot. Seven, 5 is good. And that crazy look. He does look like he'd be like, you know, Ziggy Stardust type deal. You know, hanging out. He's like the basis for David Bowie at that point. But we'll, well move I've on. I've said
2: it since the beginning. I, I'm tired of those little tendrils that hang out of Lobot's head. I'm ready for those to be gone. Remember and when
1: they really look like dreadlocks? They never they were could. in the movies
2: or anything. Just get rid of them. I don't like them. And yeah, we didn't like them.
1: So <laughs> we'll move on to the next book. Star Wars Dark Droids, number two. This yeah. is the big event book. And, uh, yeah, yeah. this is – speaking of talking. Boy, this one has a narration, and we talked about it already when we talked about this before, but dealing with something where we're just in the mind of the Scourge and the Ro... It's not that interesting. I don't really care about this whole uprising. You try to bring the Sith into it at the end. You kind of roll your eyes because they're going to try to be like, yeah, we're going to take over Darth Vader. Like, you have already taken over half of the galaxy of robots. I don't think you actually need. Darth Vader, but they're real big on. You don't need Darth and, Vader.
2: You don't need the flesh. You just kill all the flesh. Who cares? And it's they, just, you
1: came for the metal. I was told. Yeah, to yeah. Stay you with just the kill metal. Them. Like it, it's like the idea. I, I don't get it. Like it's it's just to extend it and try to.
2: And it's you know, it's, it's it. we annoying know too because
1: characters aren't going to get hurt or whatever anyway.
2: Yeah, I mean the, the yeah, and the, and the, there's all it's all narration, and then the dialogue might as well be narration too because they don't have unique point of views. It's just the the guy talking through different characters. It's a now a hive mind. Yeah, it's a hive mind, so there isn't any real dialogue in this. Even when you're in C-3PO,
1: it's through the scourge that is then like, oh, and always reminding us of what C-3PO would know. Oh, he knows this little R2-D2 unit. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Ooh, that guy's a, you know. And you're trying to give, like, little, I don't know, like, not really crazy things, but like the idea, oh, this R2-D2, he's a warrior. Well, okay, if that's what you say, right? But mm-hmm. he he ends up where I think that when he gets jettisoned in the space, that just sets up the D squad. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But this is Dark Dreads number two, written by Charles Souart, by Luke Ross, Alex Sinclair, and Colors VC's Travis Lanham on letters. And yeah, I think we're done, right? I, I end up there as a craw. And an effort up the <laughs> stop, the Galactic Empire Lady Kira gambled on an ancient device to disrupt the cis connection of the Force. She failed. And out of the ruins of her plans emerged an evil entity. Elsewhere, the droid revolutionary Ajax Sigma has gotten word from a small mouse strike known as Peter of a deadly scourge that has started uh, corrupting droids, taking away from their individual personalities. Ajax has vowed to use his following to fight this emerging evil. This scourge has started to feed, but it's already hungry for more. The most interesting things in this is with Ajax. Uh, You know what I mean? And You Mm -hmm. have even said that you kind of like Ajax. There is a deal where I think it was in Revelations that Luke had captured a it's a weird play like people were trying to get a timeline set with a lot of different things going on and they've kind of given up mainly because this seems too big to get to Return of the Jedi but you end up where suddenly at this point and it's a five issue deal at issue two now the metal isn't enough it wants to flash and that's to get that body horror. That's to get that whole deal where all of a sudden we're going to get experiments being done <laughs> on humans in a way that's like holy crap! Like there's a stormtrooper with like C three PO's head on it. You end up where look at that, look at that astromech that they it's just got thought arms. that Yeah, they thought that what we'll do is shove arms into these two ports and, and make it. Because why not? Yeah, yeah. And it's all what is that going to do? Give you high fives? Like what is that Ugh. actually going to do anyway? Yeah, and then I like the one where you almost have, like, one of those uh, Death Star droids uh, with sexy legs. Like, oh, look at you. you and it's the, the do- it's the
2: doctor droid, too. To me, it's one of the scariest things in the Star Wars universe is that doctor droid or whatever he is. And he's surgery droid, and he's just sawing people up and experimenting. he
1: looks like he's giving himself an arm. I don't know. He's uh. putting an arm on somebody else. It's all horrific. But in the meantime, again, we're just getting a narration of, I need to expand there is talk here about I, the weird play. Is you had the Spark Eternal, they end up getting that, they get the Scourge, they get all this going, and the in agent was really dealing with this, you know, kind of, I don't know, dupe or myth that there was this ancient Sith in it. Instead, of, like everything got mixed around, it got scrambled around. And so I yeah. thought, okay, they're just going to avoid that. Like, let's not, because it really didn't make they're too not, much they're going sense at all. How in we all got, it. And now it's the idea of being interested in the Force. Oh man, those Sith! So it's still against the Sith. That's what it was, you know. First made to do, it was supposed to be that. But you know, I want to learn about the Force, and can cyborgs have the Force? And I don't know if I consider Luke Skywalker
2: a cyborg. Just ever. because he has a robotic hand doesn't make you a cyborg. I don't think that's not
1: in my mind a cyborg. It's not enough. That you have a robotic, you have a prosthetic hand. Yeah, but they're gonna go with it. See through. I love where C three PO. He's like. He's maximum relaxed when he's walking around with his purple eyes, but once he gets near Luke, he's like, "I better go back to the." I don't even think
2: of Darth Vader as a as a cyborg. To me, like a General Grievous or somebody like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's
1: weird, right? Yeah, maybe or- maybe they could. If, if Grievous was still around, they could go and help us cough. You <laughs> end up where this whole play of oh, we're, we're going to have to do this, doing experiments. There's a mention of Bison Gore, who was this crazy Frankenstein guy, and that was from the Star Wars last shot book, a 2018 book that tied into the solo movie that I saw a couple of people talking about, like, why bring up the worst book ever? So I I didn't read it, but <laughs> I people are saying it's it's pretty bad. Um in that I also saw the review uh that said that, oh man, Charles Sewell is really digging d- deep down and grabbing a lot of things from back in the day stories. So I'm like, it was 2018. is not back in the day. No. But you end up where Luke is in his room And he's trying out the force. But to get to that, (laughs) C-3PO runs into R2-D2 and then pretty much does like a robotic, hey, your shoe's untied. He ends up making him go up to this window. Hey, I think there's some problem here. There's some leakage. What do you think, R2? R2 ends up checking it out. And C-3PO grabs him by that antenna, just starts dragging him. Where is like all the different things that R2 can do at this point? You know, where is he, you know, rocket his legs fire The fire yeah. is the one I thought like, at least do something, R2.
2: Well, it's his friend. I mean, it's his best friend. But his
1: friend is leading him into the, <laughs> the the damn, you know, he's gonna airlock. Shoot him out. Yeah, the airlock. He's shooting him out in The space, space is his ass. And then just so Charles Soul m- makes us, you know, aware C-3PO will not die. R2, I mean. R2 no. will go out. Maybe later we'll see. It's, it's just a weird play, and I think to set up the D-squad. But then you go with that play of where we talked about the idea. At one point, you just had the droids. They were just killing anything flesh. They were just going down and, and succeeding easily. They didn't do it with the rebellion, kind of giving that, well, I want to check them out. But this flesh thing just feels weird. It feels like a really odd play, and it's going to end up just screwing up everything for the scourge. But you end up where they send C-3PO in, and he talks to Luke, and the, do you think that this feels that out of the ordinary with C three PO? This this talk, I I didn't think it did. C three PO just wants to know about the Force because he said there's things missing and he's kind of interested. I I've seen C three PO ask weird stuff like this, but Luke comes up. He's like, "What is going on, pal? You you're really stepping over the line." When when you end up where C three PO says, "How is that with your hand?" It does the Luke makes it seem like he just asked him how like much he gets question, paid. Though. Right? Or, you know, that sort of thing. Hey, yeah. Well, that's very personal. Is it? Is it that personal? No, it's
2: not at all. No.
1: It's like, that is a question that I think that somebody else should have asked. They I think did. it's a
2: very good question, honestly. Yeah, and he says, I feel the Force
1: throughout my whole body, not just my hand. I haven't really tried that. And so C-3PO, with the Scourge in his head, like, ooh, that's interesting. I think that we could get sideboard and have them do the Force. Because he just comes up with that. It's like, cyborgs can use the force and leaves them that's just a well, guy with a prosthetic hand
2: where's his purple eyes too can you turn them on and off like uh that doesn't make any sense it seems
1: like he can and that's the that's so again, why would you
2: I, ever turn them on then that's the thing it's a comic booky thing they turn them on so we know but it makes no
1: sense so <laughs> we do go off then uh to ajax and our friend gertie old gertie has to give up their body that they have now
2: <laughs> What do they become? It looks like they become some crazy VR ride at Disney World. I was hoping it was going to be like a Transformer or something, but it's just I a ship. I hope it is.
1: It, it just, to me, it looks so crazy. It looks like something like it, it spins on the inside and yeah. does crazy things. But it, it, do, it doesn't have, I will give Luke Ross credit, I like the art in this. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, though, that you could come up with a little more cool design. Well, we haven't ship. seen
2: it take off or do whatever Maybe it's going to do. Maybe it
1: will let it. go. Mm-hmm. And let yeah. go, but mm-hmm. you have everybody. The big thing is Gertie, and they're going with the whole deal, the I, the we, and now it's the them. We're going against the Scourge, really putting it that up in the deal where Ajax, Sigma, and I like the idea where they're just doing their thing. Now, they're not really bothering that, you know, many people, but now they're afraid that this is going to point out again that droids are bad, You got to kill them and now they're going to have to stop it And they want to try to stop it without being You know seen or heard from The Empire especially because then the Empire will go and hunt them down so they're Going to kind of go and they're going to go off to The executor I think is you Know what they're playing that they're going to go and try to Retake that but then blow it up And then they think we'll erase All the things with the droids but You know you're going through this that is Like the most interesting thing to me But that's not really why I'm here in the Star Wars deal to see a kind of religious faction of droids take out the scourge while we have our other things and then see c-3po in his mind thinking of how he's going to kill luke skywalker because he's taken over uh but overall again the art is really good mm-hmm. you end up having a lot of things c-3po is kind of funny i like the idea that c-3po if he didn't realize before i hope he remembers this stuff i hope that it's like one of those things when he ends up not taking over he's like oh oh my i was taking. Because nobody likes him And it really shows here I mean, he <laughs> walks around in a ship And nobody wants him anywhere near. Them. He goes down because he needs to get out of there He's like, I need a ship I need to get out of here I, They'll know <laughs> <pretty> eventually <laughs> You know what I'm going yeah. <laughs> they, They'll know eventually that I'm doing something They'll go, but I, hopefully I can get out of there I have to cause a diversion So you pretty much have a lot of bombs being set around They're going to do like, you know, robot terrorism Going on but in the meantime, C3PO is looking for a ship and he walks. <laughs> There's the guy down in the hangar. He's like, What the hell are you doing here? He's like, "I, I You're C3PO, right? Like, nobody one likes the, you.
2: You're one of the big wigs translation droids. <laughs> big I wigs. I like that. And then I like, laugh, big wigs. I like what you. You lost or something because you're already annoying me. And then c 3 pos
1: like, Oh, and he's just kind of standing there. I better get past this guy. And he's like, Listen. I need to do my job. Get the hell out of my way. <laughs> it made me laugh so much that
2: C-3PO oh, just walks into this. I think that's in the ship. I think he's the pilot. And he's dead now. He's dead. But yeah, he's getting in that <laughs> ship because he's gotta go. But again, do you really care about
1: C three PO? Like now he's in a ship and
2: No. I uh, I don't think he'd be able to do it on his own. He needs R2 D two to do stuff. He's like kind of incompetent without him. It'd be
1: funny if you blow up this deal and like Luke Ross is like if you blow up that big you know, you see the whole rebellion deal, you see their whole bunch of ships and stuff, the whole fleet, and you go and there's R two. Like right there floating in space But again (laughs) I I also want to mention That in my mind because They tried to play and why isn't R2 Affected Trying to play like he's A little stronger like he really Fights but Mm -hmm. I can get to him I just don't have the time it's really forced But I'm I'm guessing That if you can have Robots talking amongst each other From say a Jabba's Palace To uh, the Executor To this that that There's a way that R2 has already gotten a hold of Luke. I mean, he's jettisoned the space. Yeah, you might say that the antenna deal got smashed when he drug him with it, but I still think R2 would be able to get a hold of Luke and just have Luke come and get it and then really spill the beans on C-3PO, that something's wrong. Uh, Again, too, I I like where Luke's like, if you see R2 around, I wanted to talk to that guy. Nope, I have not seen him, sir. Uh, But yeah, so at the end, again, now you have, part of the rebellion the rebel fleets blowing up. it's too big for this it's like it's too much it would
2: take forever to recover from this
1: yeah and so the funny play too is in my mind how we're going with this when they're like that's it cyborgs can be it's funny that they're going cyborgs can be jedis so let's just go and take over death we already know darth Vader's a sith but they're i guess they're counting on the idea if we take them over We'll still be able to use the force through him, even though we're robots. I, but how do you end up taking over Darth Vader, who actually has his own br- it's it's weird. Yeah. You know, this whole play. Now that I think they also are going with the play of that Darth has been able to take a lot of the cybernetics and he didn't die, but still
2: that's I guess they'll not... control his arms and legs. <laughs>
1: and and still that's that's not putting arms into ports of an Astromech. That, that's no. just wacky. You know. So when you go to it and they say, Oh, that means we have to get to Darth Vader, the path is clear. Darth Vader, he's still he's on the ship, right? Because that's where we left him. Am I wrong? When we had the Darth Vader, they were going through and he was ripping apart the ship. He looks like he's just sitting there while everything's blowing up around him, just laughing. But it makes it look like it's more that he's back on Mustafar, but I swear
2: he should be on Yeah, he's in if he is he might be in Vader's
1: castle. Yeah, that's what it looks like here. But at the last thing we saw, memory was going to take back the ship and Admiral Piet and the, you know all that.
2: I don't think they're playing nice together. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know if it it ties in and how this goes, but it should. They have a set schedule. I see it right there, and they're following it so far. But yeah, I think that this is supposed to be him just hanging out now. I will tell you, he's spread Eagle there. I mean, he's got those <laughs> those yeah. legs
2: really wide open and crazy. But <laughs> overall, though, what would you give this? I'd give this one a seven point five too, just because of the the art's great. I mean, it really is.
1: I like is is Luke making an eggplant hover? It certainly looks
2: like that. Yeah, he's got an eggplant, a tool, and a com. It's funny because he could have had him. He was he's always studying, but he could have been doing something else when he walked in. I think that would have been funnier. (laughs) I like when C three PO just busts through as well. (laughs) (laughs) No privacy around here. What's going on? I love where it looks like. Yeah. And he's like, oh... I, what are you I doing with I that eggplant, son?
1: <laughs> yeah, really. Like, What's you? Don't you ask, you jerk. <laughs> oh, it's the eggplant, a, t- a tool, and a freaking comb. Yeah. That's all you need. Yep. It's the
2: trio. So, yeah, 7.5. We had some fun talking about it. Who was we'll that see. black droid at the end? I don't know, with the knife. Yeah, Who? I think
0: that... that, that is that the
2: personification been... of the whole thing? I don't know what that is. I guess. He's yeah, got a knife. You he's peeling say his face off. And, yeah, and then you even got like him...
1: Transposed with uh, yeah, I don't know who that C3PO. is. C three P L. Yeah, maybe we're missing something, but it's just I think that again though, when you play it out, you do have that weird play that they do. Charles Sue has to try to make these little rules and things like that because at one point you would think it's a you know an AI type deal that it has eyes everywhere all at once, but it ends up saying, "Well, there's too many people, so I have to sift through things and go to this to go to that." I'm like. That doesn't seem as ominous and then explains away the idea i let the original programming make them still do their menial jobs but then mm-hmm. i swoop in to see what's going on i'm like i kind of wanted it to just be like really ominous that it can see through everybody at once and it's able to process it because it's a ai it's the discouraged but it ends up kind of getting away from that which is a shame but overall was, again yeah. i don't know i don't the regular Scourge droids, they just end up getting taken over. And I'm telling you, the Spark Eternal into the Scourge is not very likable or even exciting. That's why I think I like I, Ajax and those droids. At least they have some personality.
2: Well, I was thinking just based on the crawl that how much better this would have been if that Sith had actually come out of there. Just imagine that. And, yeah, and, and, and everybody's Sith fighting rip, this badass Sith. Ripping
1: through everything. You almost have a play where, you know, Darth and Luke are to team up
2: a little bit. Everybody has to fight him yeah, yeah
1: they'd have to be like Okay well we gotta put this shit On the side Now again that might be too big But that's a lot more This is big too We could have seen a he, Like a crazy Crazy Sith And it might yeah. take over And oh my god What's going on And and in this again Yeah Palpatine was like There's no real reason For Palpatine to be around In this thing So he's kind of disappeared He's off the Yeah side, he's gone so. Yeah so it kind of sucks But that's it That is it It might be it But we'll see <laughs> we'll see how things go on, uh, but really, when we do this podcast, we don't really hear much from anybody who's listening. So I, I don't know. It seems like nobody's real interested in the Star Droids and me. You will have to, you know, take that into consideration and maybe mm-hmm. change some things up. We will see, but we'll see maybe next week. I don't know. That's a little hint, hint. But I hope that some people are enjoying it still. And if you want to let us know, you can go to our Twitter at Weird Science DC. That's where I usually am, or also email us in at weirdsciencemarvelcomics@gmail.com at gmail.com. I'll put those in the show notes and we'll see how it goes. But with all, right. all of that, thanks Matt, and thanks everyone, and we'll talk to you all later.
0: You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.